Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing out there in the uh, fantastic, wonderful world of crowdfunding? You know that magical place where all your dreams come true because you put something on the internet. Oh, that place doesn't exist? That's right. I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. Uh, I am the CEO of Woodshed Agency, and what we do is we specialize in in helping companies navigate the crowdfunding space, whether that's reward, equity, even if we're into e-commerce, we, we do that as well. But this podcast is all about project creators while they're in the middle of an active campaign or their campaign is just finished up. And the reason we, we wanna do it that timely is that we want you guys uh, out there to be getting the most up-to-date information on what's working and what these projects are doing to, be, to become successful. Um, so that's what we do here. So if this is your first time, welcome to the party. All right, all right. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking to Sergio Laden from the uh, from the Kickstarter campaign, the Neo, and we're going to be talking about cappuccino, something that I literally know nothing about. And you know why? Because I've actually never had a cup of coffee. I don't really like coffee. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I don't like it. I've never had it, but I don't like the smell of it. I actually don't really even like hot drinks. So you know, this is one of those conversations where uh, I might be doing some courtesy smiles and nods because I just don't know. But. At the end of the day, this campaign was an absolute, absolute home run, um, and we're going to talk about some of their numbers here in a little bit, but as I'm recording this, they've got about 70 hours to go. They're getting really close to 200 grand, but they've got a ton of backers, something like 1,500 plus backers, so lots and lots of people are checking out this uh, uh, this product for your home, for your kitchen, to help you make cappuccinos in your home, so like I said, that conversation is going to be coming up here in just a little bit, and if you're somebody who's run multiple campaigns, you're definitely going to want to check out this interview because this is their second one and we get into some of the stuff around you know what was different from the first one to the second one and how did it grow and what changed so lots and lots of great stuff coming up in just a little bit so what's going on in my world well first i'm gonna i'm gonna i gotta give you guys a a, a little bit of a warning here if you guys hear a gigantic noise it's because literally right outside of my window in the I'm looking at it right now as I talk. I don't know what they're doing, but there's some gigantic truck thing with doing something in the in the parking lot, and um, it's literally been going on, um, and I have been delaying recording this because I couldn't actually get it. I was like, oh my, oh, it might be kicking back on here a second. If it does, I just got to roll with it. I, I, I can't keep delaying this, and it's... It really, it's actually summing up exactly how I'm feeling today for some reason. I don't know what has happened, but I have woke up and I am a absolute raging pissant right now. I'm not into stuff right now. And the fact that that truck is right outside my window, like wrecking my timeline for my day is a perfect example of literally what's going on today. So with all that said though, we're going to power through. We're going to have an amazing episode. All of you guys are going to listen, and we're going to get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of views and listens and all this sort of stuff. And um, yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen, I hope. Or this truck is going to turn back on and literally disrupt this entire podcast episode that I'm recording right now. It's one or the other. Um, and more than likely, because of the way the day feels and the day's going, it's probably going to be the truck's going to start in here in just a minute. So everybody... You know, you know, hop on your horse, hop on your saddle here, and uh, let's just try to get through this. So what else has been going on? Well, a couple of big things here. So number one, our community over on Discord is growing. 
I started this thing like last week. I mean, you guys heard, literally heard me talking about like creating it a couple days before. You know, we've got almost 30 new um uh, new new members, which is awesome for us. I mean, you know, these are people who are jumping in, who's want, who wants to learn about crowdfunding. But a couple other things are happening. I'm starting to host events on there. So tomorrow night, Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Monday or tomorrow morning, to, uh, 6.30 tomorrow night over on Discord, I'm going to be talking about how to launch your own podcast. And, and what I'm literally doing right now, I'm going to talk, I'm just going to talk about it. I'm going to show you guys how I get into it, uh, the tools I'm using, my mindset, and how you guys can, can and do the same thing. So that's going to be coming up. If you, if you don't know how to um, join, go to woodshed.agency right now. Hit the community button. It's going to pop open a link. Literally just sign up and join. And then tomorrow night, like I said, at 6.30, go to that go to that, that tool. Go to Discord and join. Join the conversation. And we're going to be talking, like I said, about starting your own podcast. So that could be, I think, very, very valuable for you. And even if you're not thinking about launching a podcast, maybe you're listening to this because you're... Um, a startup or an entrepreneur, join. I've got so many resources in there from these podcast episodes to blogs to conversations to live reviews of campaign pages. So if you're somebody that wants just some honest feedback, literally join, show us your pages. We'll jump on. We'll do a quick video chat and you're going to get some up-to-date, honest information. So a lot of great stuff over there and I'm super, super happy um, that I'm really actually, I'm glad I started it and we're seeing the support we're seeing because I think this is going to be a huge, huge channel for us and something that I'm starting to have all my other uh, startups and entrepreneurs do as well so that there's an actual community of people talking about your stuff. Um, So I got that going on. Second thing is, so I've talked about this a little bit around how, you know, I don't really have any sort of hobbies or things that I just like to do, right? It used to be music. That music used to be my uh, my one when I was younger and when I was a kid, but I turned music into a bad mullet, meaning that it was all business, no party, no party in the back, right? Um, and I haven't, I haven't enjoyed music for just music's sake uh, since I, I don't even know, 15, 16, something like that. Um, so, um, so with that said, I, I talked about this a little bit, but I, I created an event around here in my, my local area of Farmington that was going to be called Vinyl and Bourbon. And the whole idea was very, very simple. We were going to listen to a vinyl uh, record start to finish and drink some bourbon. That's it. Album start to finish on vinyl, one, like an album that I really enjoyed that I thought sonically was amazing sounding. Um, so I created that event. And of course, the quarantine and the coronavirus killed it. Um, and it got canceled and I don't see any time soon where I'm going to be able to have 30 or 40 people in a room drinking bourbon and listening to uh, a vinyl record. So I had to, I, I got a little creative and I created the same opportunity again over on discord. This is a major discord shout out. I'm enjoying that tool right now. I'm enjoying community in a nutshell. Um, but last Thursday, I had a, you know, I had our first event, and we listened to Peter Gabriel's uh, "Scratch My Back" record, and then his other record, "New Blood." Which, if you're if you're not familiar with it, these are deep cuts of Peter Gabriel. I'm aware, but they're awesome, awesome records. Now, I couldn't listen to it on vinyl, but on Discord, they've got an amazing feature that if that um, everybody's you can sync to my Spotify. So if I play a song on my Spotify, it plays to the whole group. So what we were doing is I was playing these records start to finish, and then we were all just having conversation about what we're hearing and what we're listening to, and oh my gosh, do you hear the triangle, or do you hear the reverb, and I love this song, and then I'd share a Wikipedia about this song, or a YouTube channel, or, or YouTube video about it. So it was the first time in a long time for my life where it was about 13 or 14 of us 
all listening to a piece of music start to finish together. So impactful. In fact, so impactful. I think we're going to either start doing it weekly or every other week. We're putting that sort of timeline together right now. But I'm hoping everybody joins that channel just to do something that is not business oriented. It was literally, I'm not, there's nothing to sell. There's nothing to promote. It's literally, we're going to listen to this record. And why are we listening to this record? I think it sounds good. It's one of my favorite records. Um, and, and it's that simple. But it was a great, great time. And um, I can't wait to do it this Thursday or do it next Thursday. And just, and I think my next record, I, I, the couple I'm thinking about right now is um, I think we might do like Beastie Boys Paul, uh, Paul's Boutique because there's so many samples on that. And, and there's so, you can dive so deep into that record outside of just the hit songs, right? So, you know, everybody knows some of the hit songs on it, you know. Um, but but you have the opportunity to sort of take that night and go deeper with it. And and again, having this sort of camaraderie and the communications, it was an amazing time. You know, one of the things, too, that's gotten canceled is our dad's beer nights, right? Um, and it's, you know, again, we can't all meet at a brewery and drink a beer anymore. So I'm thinking about, for, um, for our events there, moving this over to Discord and being like, you know what, hey, we can all talk, we can all chat, we can drink a beer at home, but you can still have that sort of connectiveness and that sort of camaraderie around getting together at a certain time and doing something. So, man, I don't know, man. I'm really into it. I hope everybody else is kind of you know as giddy as I am about it and starting to join. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, we're seeing it on both my channels so far, um, and I can't strongly recommend it enough for you guys to come and join because there's just there's a lot of good people over here just having conversations, right? Just talking about all the same sort of stuff and and. Um, uh, and then on the music night listening. So, um, if you want an invite to that, shoot me an email, Jeff at woodshed.agency. I'll just literally send you an invite and you guys can join. And, um, like I said, they're great times and, and, and it's just, and really think about it. When was the last time you sat down and just listened to music, right? Just listen, start to finish of, of an album with some friends and that's it. Maybe had a couple drinks. I know I had a little bit of bourbon that night. I was drinking some, uh, very tasty basil hayden but it was a, it was a huge huge success and i'm still giddy about it and it was last thursday so that was uh that was an exciting 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 time so hopefully you guys can join over there i was even thinking about like how sweet would it be to like watch a movie in this way in this in this format you know where you know hey let's all just sit down and watch a movie together i mean that's i think that's got to be like the new movie theater right i mean doing these things online so i don't know some of the stuff that's going on around here, um, but I, uh, I'm rambling a little bit, but, um, but yeah, so if this is your first time again, thank you so much for joining again, every episode I like to talk a little bit in the beginning, this kind of gives me my, uh, my sort of decompression time, get out what's going on in our world, talk about things happening around us. Um, like, like I said, you know, tomorrow night's, uh, how to do a podcast, episode, um, how to create your own podcast. So that's happening tomorrow night. Um, but if, again, if you're the first time, um, make sure you go over hit the subscribe button, wherever you're following this, whether it's YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, I don't care where you're getting it. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button so that when I put these out twice a week, you guys are getting them and you're able to, uh, to listen to the information as soon as possible. Um, if you're thinking about long launching some sort of crowdfunding campaign. Uh, again, this is free to do. I, I, you know, you should be getting everybody's feedback. Go over to woodshed.agency now. Hit the consultation tab and, and you'll, my calendar will pop up and pick a time to talk and we can um, dive into what you're working on, best practices, other campaigns to be looking at for, um, you know, as your North Star. So there's all kinds of stuff that we can be doing. But um, And that's free for everybody out there. So again, pick a time and I'd love to chat and, and learn about what you're working on. But for everybody else, 
why don't we go ahead and kick into my conversation with Sergio and let's talk about cappuccino and let me uh, let you guys let me let you all hear me be a little bit of a fish out of water and um, kind of navigating the the world of, of coffee and and hot drinks and product launches and uh, and yeah so it was a great great interview um, and again this campaign's ending very very soon so make sure you guys go check it out right now um, I don't know if they're going to do an Indiegogo in demand I'm not 100 sure yet um, so the, so again the time is now to check out this project so okay let's go ahead and kick my conversation with Sergio. Sergio. So the red light's on. This is the go time. This is when all the pressure starts to happen. So I always ask my uh, my guests uh, this first question. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, man, I had a smoothie uh, like okay. with lots of fruits and uh, uh, almond milk, um, some protein. That's what nice. I usually nice. have in the morning. <laughs> nice. Sounds tasty. Uh, what, was, what was the main fruit component this morning? Uh, we had some papaya, banana, I think some berries, um, some greens too. I mean, we mix them all, right? Yeah, that sounds tasty. That sounds like a nice smoothie. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think we're sounding good here. So why don't we kick it in? Uh, why don't you uh, tell my listeners who you are and uh, what you're raising money for over on Kickstarter? Sure. Okay. Yeah, my name is Sergio Lando. I uh, I am actually, you know, seasoned guy, as you can <laughs> see. I, I've been around uh, uh, professionally for over 40 years. And, and most of it, the great majority, like 34 years, was in the bio, uh, biotech, biomedical uh, business. I am a mechanical engineer, so I was involved in the medical devices, not in actually chemistry or biology. Uh, but that's my background. Uh, um, you know, a lot of uh, uh, manufacturing parts, and, and uh, that's what I spend most of my professional life. And um, a few years ago, decided to leave that uh, 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 area. Um, it, it is very regulated, so mm-hmm. you have to abide to the forms. And, and the projects uh, take too long to mature, you know, like right. you know, five, six years. So I wanted to do something fun. I, I did something, invented a little skateboard, a longboard, and kind of put it in the market. But it was a small business. And I always love uh, coffee, espresso. I'm, I'm mm. from Brazil, so I grew up with coffee. When mm. I used to say people are surprised by that, at that time, at least in the 50s, when I was a little kid, a five-year-old will drink uh, coffee and milk in the morning, every morning, right? Wow. So it was, um, and uh, so that I grew up with that taste, and uh, I love espresso, so I decided to make a, a an espresso machine for myself. So it picked up from there. I can give you details. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so for our listeners, sort of what makes the Neo special and like, like kind of walk us through for the people who, who can't see it or haven't been to the page yet, you know, what does it look like and, and, and what does it do? Sure. So uh, we, we first started, we had a, a previous Kickstarter like three, three and a half years ago. It was uh, late 2016, November 2016. Mm-hmm where I actually launched uh, our business and our, our first uh, product, which was the Flare Espresso Classic. The difference now between the new and the products that we've been selling is that the new has a flow control uh, porta filter. 
Porta filter is that uh, component that holds the the ground coffee uh, to be pressed in by with hot water, and and uh, usually espresso are made in porta filters that uh, the uh, the coffee itself the 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 grounds. Uh, are the the strainer that will provide the necessary pressure to uh, to extract that the motion that creates the the flavor and the crema. In case of the neo, um, because it uh, to do that it requires um, kind of expensive grinders, right? Uh, right? I mean, you need to in order to grind uh, fine for espresso, you need the grinders that are. Certainly above a hundred bucks, um, there have to be burr grinders. So uh, a lot of our uh, users, um, you know, don't have that budget, uh, bought the machine and cannot make espresso. So we came up with this product that you can extract espresso uh, with, uh, with any grinder, even a blade grinder. So you mm-hmm. just grind the coffee. You need to grind the beans, but it doesn't matter how. And uh, you put it there. The porta filter will control the flow to create that enough pressure to extract the the flavors from from the uh, the grounds. That's awesome. So so in terms of this product, where was sort of the starting point? Like what what were you like? How long ago did you start putting together this idea? Yeah, the uh, you're talking about the new, right? The, yep, the new one. Yep, yeah, yeah, the, the, the one that is inside. Yeah, that was uh, a few months ago. Um, we had already the technology to make the those manual. Our products are all hand the mm-hmm. lever, right? right. They, they don't connect to electricity. Um, so we cater to to those folks that uh, enjoy uh, doing that. Uh, it's not that it's fastest way. Uh, there, are, there are those machines you press a button and, and, and you have <laughs> something espresso-like, I would say. Um, so uh, we decided to use that platform and bring in the people that didn't have the uh, those more... Um, you know, better uh, grinders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were making coffee. I mean, there are a lot of uh, our um, uh, users that have the uh, the original uh, uh, flair. They make coffee with them, but not espresso. So that was the idea. This was a few months ago. We had to develop uh, around it. And uh, we made also a special uh, platform. The press stand is a, is a little different. But it does allow uh, one that buys the this product new to upgrade and have the regular bottomless uh, mm. porta filter if they later decide to buy uh, a, a good grinder. No, oh, that's cool. Very very cool. So, how many stages of of like prototypes do you have to go through to get to something that's ready to be shown on Kickstarter? Sure. Yeah, Jeff, th- this was easier for us because we had the base uh, product already. Right. It was not my first one. But yet we had to, uh, I'd say we did uh, like three or four runs of uh, prototypes. Mm. Uh, the, the the most challenging in this project was to get the relationship between the the tiny orifice. There's two mm. levels of uh some would call this double wall porta filter. So there's the 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 uh, the strainer. The, the it's called basket. That has a bunch of little holes, very small holes, <laughs> right. to allow the water comes in, but not the grind. Right. So we had to have the the right relationship between that basket and the actual exit port 
mm. that uh, that provides the uh, you know the flow control. Yeah. So if you don't get the, uh, that right, it runs too fast. It doesn't create the, the enough pressure. If you get it um, uh, uh, too small, uh, then it will constrain, restrict too much. It will require a lot of force, <laughs> and maybe nothing will come out. Right. Right. Wow. Man, that's that's a uh, yeah. I didn't think about that little th- those little details. So, you know, so when you're going through that process, what is the thing that's like? And maybe you just mentioned is that the thing that's keeping you up at night? Did that process, right? <laughs> in what you're describing, is that the thing that's uh, that's the challenge? Yeah, exactly. In, in this project, that was the uh, the toughest. Um, we had to do a lot of, and we are talking here about uh, like. Uh, differences of 100th of a millimeter, which which gets to to a, a couple of thousands uh, inches. So it's very minute difference will cause that relationship to change. So that uh, had a lot of a trial and error, and and even manufacturing, we we had to get it right. There is yeah. a tolerance between those orifices. I mean. We hope we did get right. We, you know, we made a bunch of uh, prototypes and uh, uh, like a, a first sm- small run, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the one we made the video and we have around a few reviewers. Uh, so, so that was the centerpiece to be developed uh, on this product, right? Gotcha. Uh, but, but even the press stand is different. You know, that whole thing that has mm-hmm. the lever, the lever assembly. Um, so we designed it around it too. It's, now, in, in a project like this, um, are you guys putting together sort of like a buyer persona of who you think this user is? Um, you know, because it's, it doesn't seem like it's it's not like the it's not like the tech gadget guy, right? Who has to have the buttons and the, the I want an app to my phone, and it, you know, it's not right. it's not that guy. So, how do you guys sort of put together in your mind who this buyer is? Because I think that's important for startup companies to be you know to be thinking yeah. about who's buying this thing. You know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We had a a, a pretty good idea because of our uh, previous relation, I mean, ongoing business that we have mm-hmm. with the other product. It, it's basically male. Uh, our uh, I'd say our typical, let's say, typical uh, uh, buyer for this product in particular, mm-hmm. uh, 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 male. I I would say he uh, may be a guess at this point, but over seventy percent. Uh, uh, of the people that buy are female, as opposed uh, male as opposed to female. Uh, young guys, um, I'd say from early twenties to you know, no more than mid forties and forty. And uh, people that appreciate mechanics, uh, hand uh, handmade stuff. People that are environmental, that are concerned with uh, throwing away stuff every day. You know, yeah. so there are no pods. No, there is no. Uh, uh, impact for the environment other than the coffee ground that is spent. You know, that's right. uh, you, you can't go around that. You need only that and water. That's it. You don't need anything. You use your own force or you use human power. So that is attractive to, is attractive to people that are into uh, trying to uh, uh, conserve. And um, uh, also particular this product is the people that, um, you know, budget. They don't want to spend two, three hundred dollars in a product. So this is is around a hundred. Uh, Kickstarter is below hundred, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, brings in the people that even novice, completely novice in making espresso at home. They don't even have to have a grinder. Well, I, I should say they need the grinder, but 
can buy a ten, ten buck uh, grinder. Right, right, I had right, one right. of those blades, you know. Yeah. So, so that was the profile of uh, people that I, I think will jump in. Uh, gotcha. This gotcha. Thing. And, and where in this process of, of you guys launching products, I mean, this is the second Kickstarter, but where do you guys start to think about we want to go to Kickstarter to launch this as opposed to just maybe putting this product on, you know, your own web store right now and, and selling it? Yeah, we we wanted to have a feel of uh, of uh, demand, and also we we didn't have the the product. The particular the the uh, uh, flow control porta filter was uh, under development, right? So um, that idea popped out. Uh, I mean, we had done one Kickstarter before. It was actually when the company was very small, basically myself, <laughs> right, one man operation. And uh, uh, my son helped me at the time, uh, and um, uh, it was fairly successful. We raised uh, $58,000. Uh, our goal at that time was $45,000. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a nail-biting uh, <laughs> <laughs> a campaign, <laughs> you know, um, until the last three days, I'd say. For, I can't remember exactly, but I think we hit the the, the goal uh, between five and four, three days uh, yeah. to, for the campaign to close. Uh, this time, we decided to come with a, a low uh, a goal, not to go to be an impediment, but we said, well, let's bring in people to so we really can launch this product, invest in it. And uh, it was tremendously successful at, at comparing to the goal, I right. guess, uh, uh, unquestionably. But but even it is a great campaign. We are hitting 200,000, and yep. um, that that's really amazing. Uh you know, for a small company and a product like this, this is not a, a like a mass product, right? Right, so. right, right. So, um, so in that process, are there things that you're thinking about that you want to make sure are being shown inside of the Kickstarter in, ter- in terms of the content? Um, like, like how are you starting to put together that narrative? Because now that you know who that buyer is, um, I, I want the I want visually to look like this. I want this to happen. How are you starting to think about that um, when you're getting ready to build out the the, the campaign? Sure. Yeah, we uh, regarding specifics, we have a very small. We're we're a small company, so mm-hmm. a total of uh, nine people. Okay, so um, we uh, we have like three people involved in in sales, um, sales and marketing, and uh, regarding the specific and kind of putting the video together, they they actually did it all. Um, uh, I uh, I was uh, I had a hundred percent confidence. Uh, that we were going in the direct direction. They have um, quite a good experience. There's one uh, um, that uh, a part of, uh, part of our team that is uh, is uh, really uh, an espresso connoisseur, and uh, he <laughs> loves espresso way before the company exists. Yeah. I'm mean, like for 20 years, and and he knows everything about it. So we uh, we were pretty confident that we will come out with something that is appealing and very honest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we were not uh, claiming any. Snake oil here right, right. Is, is something we, we claim exactly what the product offers. We know it, it, it offers because we had that background experience. And uh, I was uh, very pleased with the final result. I basically watched the video was well, almost done, you know, it was a mm-hmm. rough cut. And um, uh, that that was irrational. Also aiming uh, that uh, t- sliver of uh, population that I mentioned to you, you know, more to males and and mm-hmm. to uh, uh, young people, young folks that like uh, to protect the environment. So for a, for a small business like yourself, 
what is it that you're looking for in terms of putting together like a team to, to help you? Um, cause obviously you sounds like you've grown from the first campaign to this campaign, but what are you looking for in terms of team members and, and sort of, you know, maybe filling in the gaps around you to make sure that you have the right people in place. I think it's, it's challenging for a lot of startups to, to sort of navigate those waters. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it is uh, also, I think the hardest is maybe is to have a structure that work. Uh, individual uh, uh, talent uh, is is extremely important. Uh, uh, I, I, I'd say the main trait is people that really connect with the type of business and product that we sell, mm. the services that we provide. You know, there's a lot of uh, customer service uh, required uh, uh, with this type of um, uh, of business. Uh, it, it is a product that people will have questions and um, that's every day, right? And we have right. a superb uh, customer service. Um, yeah. So, so I I had to connect people that had that that attraction and that feel that they are part of the team. They are building uh, the company together. I, I think we we got to that point uh, because we're small. You know, if we had two hundred people, I think <laughs> I bet it would be much harder, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but but, but uh, yeah, we're, we're happy with the team we have, and uh, we may have to to grow from here. Um, we work every day. There's a lot of work for everybody. So yeah. awesome. Well, let's flip over to the actual Kickstarter. So you kind of mentioned it that this campaign is being very very successful. You've got when we're talking about five days to go. When I post this, it'll you know you'll be towards the end of your campaign, and yeah, you're probably going to hit 200k. You got over 1400 backers right now, which that's a lot of backers, a lot, right. of, mm-hmm. a lot of shipping's going to have to happen. Um, right. So what, what, what were some of the metrics that you were looking for before you launched? Was there, um, you know, were you trying to get email addresses from people? Were you trying to use your existing um, base of customers? What were you kind of looking for before you launched the campaign to make sure that it was going to be successful? Sure. Yeah. What actually, uh, it's hard to believe that. But we we kind of eyeball that level of fifteen hundred, and that would be. I mean, so look, if we can uh, sell over five five six hundred units, uh, like five six hundred backers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about back, you will be already awesome. You know, one thousand even better. But fifteen hundred is. Uh, we are not seeking in having a campaign to to uh, to have ten thousand backers. You know. Right said like a couple of million dollars. We, we never target because we are, there is an issue of uh, fulfillment, right? Right. We have to make the products put together. Like you say, we have to ship one by one. <laughs> it's not easy in a small organization to go and, you know, it, it's, it's much um, easier to send 200 to Amazon. We send, we put all them together, send the one time, then be shipping in a lot of uh, international uh, fulfillments, right? <laughs> So um, uh, it is funny that we're kind of uh, hovering uh, around that number. So uh, yeah, that that was uh, uh, pretty much what we had in in mind. Um, and it is awesome that, like you say, for us, we are uh, you know we can't thank enough the people that jump in in the beginning, and you know we did a very a great run right in the first two three days. And uh, and people that are still coming coming in, I, I nobody will be disappointed. I can guarantee you that I, it is a great product. They will have for years and years. Very simple, doesn't break. Um, you know, whatever happens, we also will help. We, we're there to support. Um, so 
yeah, that, that was uh, uh, the rational, you know, and the expectation. The metrics uh, we follow every day, uh, like, uh, you know, we see, mm-hmm. uh, like you can imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. It's something important for us. Uh, and, um, um, you know, some days are better than others. Sure. I, we, we never, uh, just to wrap up in terms of, uh, of acquiring, uh, uh, basically acquiring um, uh, eyeballs, we never really thought about that. Uh, we, we had some help uh, from a group that uh, will do uh, some uh, uh, upsell after the mm-hmm. campaign uh, mm-hmm. is done, will help us with the survey. But we don't have any any marketing company backing us, uh, you know, over overreaching, sending right. to, you know, tens of thousands, hundred thousand people. We, we keep it simple. We okay. do some Facebook. So. Okay. Cool. What um what has been the biggest thing that stood out in this campaign? And has there been something that you were, I don't know, you mentioned international sales. Was it something that you guys were anticipating? Or I mean, what was the thing that's maybe stood out the biggest? Has there been a country that's supporting you a lot that you right. didn't expect? Um uh, nothing particular. I mean, it, it pretty much followed the profile of the first campaign we have, with one difference though. Uh today, uh compared to three years ago, there's a, a lot of more interest from Asian countries. Mm. Uh, a lot of Asian Asian countries into espresso now, including China, right? Mm. Um, so so there is more uh, a split uh, Asia and maybe Western Europe, Australia. At that time was was very heavily Australia, Canada, and uh, UK. One thing that stood out though that is is kind of negative, but uh, you know I. I want to address here is the the fact that uh, shipping for us is very expensive. Yeah. We are not Amazon. We we don't have the you know their clout to negotiate any shipping rates. So we have to send it by re- reliable means that we mm-hmm. know that uh, can be tracked and they will receive in a few days. And those are expensive for international, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So people are sometimes disappointed. Oh, but product. Uh, Costs uh, less than hundred bucks. I have to spend uh, almost eighty just to to ship it, right? So right. that kind of stood out, or something that we cannot really address uh, differently, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing. Uh, I can I can speak from firsthand knowledge. We've killed a couple companies because of shipping, because just shipping oh. is a major major headache uh, when you're doing global and you've got tariffs and all the other little stuff that could potentially pop up uh, and bite you on there. Um, so you know. With this campaign, um, you know, what does this look? What does this campaign do for you um, in terms of launching other products? Is it something that you can continue kind of seeing? Like, we are always going to use Kickstarter to launch new products, or is it like, hey, this one worked well, but we're going to move on and, and do other things? Do you, do you see how Kickstarter fits into all your product launches? Yeah, that, that's a great uh, question because it's something that we we ask ourselves. Uh, I, I don't think that. Uh, Either extremes will happen that all products that we, you know, we are able to launch will do through Kickstarter. Actually, it's already not happening. We're going to have a, our own grinder in a couple of, uh, of months in, in the summer. Uh, the flare grinder is called a Royal, and uh, that's not Kickstarter. We'll, right. we'll launch it directly on our website. Um, but on the other hand, Kickstarter is a, is a great platform to, uh, you know, to learn and to bring people and and uh, uh, understand exactly what the product can do and, and what are the concerns. Also, the, you know, the stuff that you have to address uh, sometimes. 
so this was a great experience. Uh, it was an idea that uh, uh, as soon as it was uh, put out to me, I said, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I think we have another product maybe coming up uh, uh, later this uh, this year that we probably will do a Kickstarter. Uh, so so it, it, it is uh, depending on the product, uh, yeah. the situation. Um, yeah, I... I I think uh, I'm I'm very pleased the way Kickstarter does. It's it's a great help for people also to mm. you know to get products for below their costs, <laughs> right? Their retail price, yep. um, and uh, and we deliver that that we can guarantee. I, whatever I mean, we did it the first time. Let me tell you a, a real short uh, uh, anecdotal story about the first campaign that that kind of uh, uh, highlights the importance of Kickstarter. I launched that product, the first flare. There was no, uh, there isn't one item is called dispersion uh, screen that all espresso machines have. I was trying to do something so minimalist, so simple. I said, I'm not going to do any screen. I can pull out uh, espresso without a screen. It, it didn't have a screen. Started the campaign several, maybe a week or two uh, down the campaign. I started to hear from the guys that are very into espresso. Hey, man, you <laughs> cannot sell a an espresso machine without uh, the special screen. You need the special. I had to design it during the campaign to design it, to make something that will work. And then to show them to have a little video, right? Yeah, right. That, that, so, so I kind of introduced that item uh, during the campaign. Another item that was introduced, people hold the, it, it, because this question came up, after you're done with the espresso, the, the cylinder is hot, right? You have mm-hmm. to remove it to replace the uh, the porta filter. It's hot, so people suggest how you go. Oh, we have a, a silicone pad. That was not enough. People will work, will lose. So someone suggested, why don't you have a sleeve around the silicone? <laughs> so I made a sleeve. So that was Kickstarter was great. Uh, yeah. This time around, there were no, not so much, uh, so many suggestions, but uh, we we still learn a lot. Yeah, well, it's one of the benefits I try to tell uh, my own clients of like the money's nice, all this stuff's nice, but you don't know the other things that may pop out of this. Right. By you putting out in the public and and getting feedback and 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 being open to receiving that feedback too, it's it's a it's a great exactly. win win for everybody. So, um, yeah. So so you know, once this campaign ends, um, and you know, you wait for the money to all drop, what starts happening for you guys to get this product into people's hands? Well, we uh, uh two things that need to to happen. We have to to go go out and produce the. Uh, the uh, the product we have the mold already, so we don't need to make any molds. Uh, mm-hmm. That stuff uh, takes time. We have to brew, and mainly, like I, I told you, the the uh, flow control porta filter. Uh, the other stuff we are actually already making. We you know we have some uh, resources. Uh, we 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 don't depend on that money to go and make the press stand. That allows us to uh, pretty pretty quick uh, turnaround. Uh, we we're gonna do everything. Within 30 days, uh, mm-hmm. really. That that's the focus. That that's basically the commitment we had. Uh, you know, there may be hiccups that uh, we're uh, making this overseas, and uh, you know, there's some stuff that happened. But but uh, it, it, it's not telling uh, uh, that right now. We are uh, we are uh, in a you know good route to uh, to get that done uh, and and send them out. We need to crank them out uh, from here. Right, uh, package them, and <laughs> that's a lot of work, a yeah. lot of handwork. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, 
you know, for, for your company here, what does this sort of next year look like? Um, I mean, you mentioned a little bit around other products. Um, is it uh, still focusing on, on the Neo a little bit more? Is it, you know, getting this in a big box retail? What, what, what does it just sort of look like in general for you guys? Yeah. I, you know, we have a kind of a, I would say a big unknown, like a monkey range with this <laughs> situation with the, yeah, right. with the virus going around that that is such a disruption overall um you know we are learning from it too uh, basically our business is been going very well because it's a product people can use at home mm-hmm. um and, and order online uh so that that helped uh if we had a product for instance say for coffee shops uh, mm-hmm. we would be in trouble right yeah so um uh, we we uh, we don't know how this is going to play out the next few months, but but every indicator is that we are growing. We're growing pretty fast. Uh, that next year, this year will probably be much better than the year before, which we did uh, very good. And uh, 2021, we hope to be better. As as regarding this product, I honestly I think it's going to be a hit. Uh, mm. it's going to sell very well on Amazon. I mean, it goes back to regular retail price and, mm-hmm. and, uh, because it's so, um, uh, like overreaching, uh, people that don't need the, the, the nice grinder, um, simple to use, very simple to use. The instructions are on the box. I write, print the <laughs> right one, two, three, four. That's it. Right. So, uh, well, yeah, we are, we're hoping this to be a success, this new and, and people that jump in, uh, you know, we can't, Thank them enough. I, I really admire that, uh, those guys. I, I am a conservative guy <laughs> in buying something that, oh, hasn't been made yet. And, you know, it, it depends on the personality. Those people really believe they're pioneers. They help uh, companies here in America uh, to grow, you know, small yeah. guys, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, we are really appreciated for everybody that back our project. Uh, we can't thank them That's enough. Great. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's and they're they're your in, they're your early adopters, your insiders. They're the people who are talking about it at a party. Like, hey, I just got this new thing. They're they're super super impactful for for not only just this product but other products down the road too. If they if they you know felt like it was a good experience, they like it, and it also breeds confidence in the other crowdfunding campaigns out there in general too. Like, if you're delivering and you're you know it was a good experience, more people will support other campaigns. So very, 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 yeah, very good job on that. So, so uh, I've been finishing up my, uh, my episodes lately because we're all kind of locked inside with a sort of a lightning mm-hmm. round questions, right? Um, uh, uh, not about uh, crowdfunding or any of this stuff. So if you're down with that, I can, uh, I can give you a couple quick questions. You ready for them? Sure. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you watching on TV right now? On TV? Uh, we watch, now I'm watching Tiger uh, King. You know, yeah. in <laughs> nice. terms of, uh, yeah, we watch the news and stuff like that. But uh, that, that's what I presently watch. I might end up for that results. Are you, are you going to Are you gonna get a tiger? They're only $2,000. Yeah, bad. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's plenty of room of tigers here. I mean, and uh, they are free to roam here in California. You know oh, that, cool. Right? Good, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Uh, how about, is there been a movie that you've watched lately at all? Any uh, movies? Oh, that's a good question. I I've been uh, watching movies on the, <laughs> on Netflix lately. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I watch uh, one. Uh, this is a foreign uh, movie that was the last one. The Unfortunate Man is a okay. Danish uh, movie. Uh, yeah. uh, movie and um, it was quite interesting. Uh, yeah, that that was the last. One. Okay. Okay. How about? Are you reading any books right now? 
Not right now. I'm, I'm so busy with, with this thing. My, you know, to be honest with you, this becomes like it's like uh, maybe uh, having uh, uh, twins at home. You know, yeah. you you you're busy all the time, right? Right, right, so, right, right, right. Um, how about uh, how about podcast episodes? You listen to any podcast episodes besides mine? I, uh, obviously, I mean, you listen to mine no, all the time. I, but I, how I about mean, other ones? Yeah. It, well, I listen to TED Talk uh, quite often. Uh, um, the 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 538 folks, you know, that uh, mm -hmm. it's more like a political spin. Yep. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I, I, I do some 538 in my life too. Uh, how about, mm -hmm. um, how about last one? Is there any websites that you could recommend uh, to sort of help navigate this digital marketing stuff? Is there anything that you're reading kind of consistently that other people should be, uh, should be checking out? Oh, there, nothing that comes to my mind, a website or, um, no, I, like I said, I, uh, uh, we have someone in the company that is very into uh, this whole business of, uh, of coffee. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure it would pop in, in his mind uh, like three or four names. <laughs> uh, from, you know, I, I really don't. Sorry, I have to pass that. No, no worries. No worries. No worries. <laughs> All right. So well, where can people dive in? Where can people learn more? Where, where, where should we send people outside of the Kickstarter? Well, uh, it, it is our website. Uh, flareespresso.com so the the our brand is flare f l a a i r the word espresso.com uh so we have a pretty uh comprehensive uh, website that uh, with a lot of uh, content uh, in terms of how to use the products and and videos the demos um and of course we have a great uh, customer service yeah anybody that wants to learn anything about our product including the new right now service at flareespresso.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sergio, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you're busy. You got a campaign that's finishing up here and uh, you got to get back to watching Tiger King. I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, a great, no, great not right now. <laughs> not right now. Hey, Jeff, I, I appreciate your time too. It was yeah. great. A good interview. I, I, you know, no, usually happen with me. So uh, thank you for the opportunity. No, no problem. I, well, thank you for giving uh, time for our listeners. I uh, I always love talking to project creators, talking about what they're doing, what they're working on, and uh, uh, and I hope other people can take this and 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 go with it and and have their own successful campaign. So Sergio, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I, I look forward to watching your campaign from uh, from from my end. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, and uh, get in touch with uh, me later on. Okay, we'll do, man. Thanks so much. Uh, Appreciate well, it. We make you uh, an espresso aficionado, okay? Ah, uh, yeah, I could be a, I could be a little micro influencer. Look at that, me making right. my espresso. Right. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Bye Thank bye you now. so much. Bye now. Thank you. Bye. All right, what an amazing conversation! Um, this is a guy who's been in the product business for a long time. We got into the weeds on it. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. And again, go over to Kickstarter right now. Type in the Neo. Uh, N E O, and um, you know, check out this campaign. If not, go to the show notes, click on the links there, or wherever you're getting this YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, click the links that I provided. Check it out, um, and, and maybe become a gawker backer, put a dollar in, right? Check, watch the campaign, watch um, what they're doing, um, watch them be successful. Um, I always think that that's an important thing for entrepreneurs and startups to do too is literally support the community that you want to support you. Um, okay, so the song we listened to is a song called Time Rolls By. I felt like it was a good song for, uh, you know, everybody being stuck inside in quarantine land. Um, it's a depressing down-tempo song. There's no doubt about it. Um, it was on our Ray Stable record from 2003. Um, but everybody else, uh, make sure you guys leave your reviews, subscribe, you know, click on stuff. Join our community. Join our community. That's the big one. Go join right now. And uh, for everybody else, 
Hope you guys are doing well, and I'll talk to you all later in the week.